Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls and I'm your host. And today I have the one and only Dr. George Corey on the show. We are going to um, find out what his story is all about. So stay with me so we can hear the story from Dr. Corey. See what I did there? That that was pretty good. Stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, let me bring Dr. Corey on. Dr. Good morning. Corey, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm grateful to have you on here with us today. Um, you you are, from what I can tell, you are everything cool about life. So, <laughs> um, I, I you know, I started this show a little over five years ago to help people get unstuck in life. And I, I was probably selfishly, I was a little bit stuck at the time myself. And I thought, you know, if I hear enough people tell their story about how they hit a wall and got through it, it'll help me and others along the way. So that's, that's what this is all about. So well, start with you telling what's that? That's where your passion comes from. If you have, if you're stuck in an area and you are yeah. a seeker and you seek for ways to figure it out, that's how you grow. That's how that's I it. grow. That's it. Yeah. That's it. In my first book, I wrote, pain is the predecessor of all wisdom. And I think I got that from Dr. Wayne Dyer, I believe, originally. But um, So t tell everybody where you were, where it all started for you. Where were you born and raised? Well, it was a cold winter night in 1967. No, I'm just kidding. It was actually in <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts, 1967, in the middle of summer. Uh, oh, my okay. My parents immigrated from Lebanon and they were in uh, Boston for about the first winter. Mm. And they're like, oh my God. And Lebanon's a hot, warm climate. And yeah. so they're like, we're out, we're going to California. And uh, from there's where it was. Uh, I grew up in uh, San Francisco for, uh, you know, up until third grade. And for me, it was, it's, I'm in the health world because of the uh, health journey that I went through. As a child, I was diagnosed with being allergic to every common plant and tree in North America, except pine. What? Cat, dogs, wool, I mean, every, no food allergies, but just, and in San Francisco, there's not a ton of pollen compared to where I live now um, oh. in, in uh, Danville, California. But um, I was miserable. I mean, I was allergy shots twice a week from age four to age 15. I just tonsils taken out everything, nothing helped. And at 15 years old, someone told my parents, why don't you go see a chiropractor? And my parents were like a chiropractor, um, but they did. Yeah. And you know, it, within a year, my life completely changed. Uh, everything calmed down. I, I had a life again. I used to be so sick. I would miss three months of school each year because I couldn't even go outside the house. If I get in the sun, I would just break out. It was crazy. So, wow. so there, that was a, that was the first experience with, Hey, this is not about drugs to try to fix you there. You know, your body has a natural healing mechanism. You just have to be able to turn it on and get it working. Right. And of course we do so many things in our lives that go against that, uh, the way yeah. we eat, the drugs we take, the environment. And believe me, the environment is now much worse than it was in 1967. Right. So, um, Gosh, that wasn't, that was so long ago. <laughs> I'm old. I'm old. Dude, you're, you're literally a year old, a, a year older than I was born in the summer of 68. So. Oh, there you um, go. So we're, we're both yeah. old. <laughs> um, so that was the impetus of why I'm like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and I thought, well, let, let me be a chiropractor. And uh, so I, I did that and I graduated in uh, 1990. I practiced uh, with a, I mean, I mean, I mean, I was blessed to be, have the right coaches, the right mentors 
I was just always led to the right area. Now I fought it all the way. I didn't know I was being led to the right area. It's always funny to look back and go, Oh yeah, yeah that was perfect. Um, and well, it, I, it was, it was Steve jobs that said you can only connect the dots looking backwards. You can't look, you can't connect them looking forward. I want to back up. I want to back up to the, the, the allergy thing, um, yeah. as a kid. So look, I always say this. I think that it's almost a hundred percent of the time that it's something that happens as a child, a person, a, an event, um, something that occurs that kind of pushes us in the direction that we become as a, as adults. Right. And <laughs> you're like the epitome of that statement. So, so talk about when, when, I mean the, the allergies, because I just, I recently moved to Dallas, Texas in November, and they have something here called cedar fever. <laughs> it's like, it's like hay fever, but yeah. it's cedar pollen causes it. Right. Yeah. I, I had it twice and, and it's like, it was like all the COVID symptoms and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm dying here and right. nobody could figure out what it was except for a pharmacist said. It's probably cedar fever. Um, are those some of the things that you went through, like the sneezing, coughing, itching, oh my God. everything? I, it was literally, I would go outside and the sun hit near my eye. If I, not, not that I was staring at the sun, but the sun, I would break out. I would go through fits. I couldn't even go outside a lot of times. So um, sneezing wow. all the time, ticks, facial ticks from just the pressure in my face. Um, and you know, they tried everything uh, it's just nothing worked, nothing moved the dial. And I, and I spent 11 years doing it. So, you know, they wow. tested for everything and, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's just allergies, not a big deal, but it is a big deal because it really ruined my childhood in the sense that I really wasn't outgoing. Uh, I became introverted. I thought yeah. a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, there was a lot of thinking going on, which I think has helped me later in life, uh, Sure. You know, to analyze things and to look at life in a different way. Um, but yeah, wow. I, I, my social awareness of being out and just having friends and stuff really didn't start till, you know, junior high as, as wow. things started to improve, actually more, more even high school. So, so it was what, just a new leap on life. So, so what I know how much chiropractor, I have a lot of chiropractor friends. Um, so I know how much they love it when you say, so what did cracking your back do for your allergies? <laughs> so, but I know, I know it's not, it's not all about that, but, but what, what, what did that do? How did that help? That was what my parents were thinking too, when they brought me to a chiropractor. Right. Um, it, it's not about cracking the back. It's about remodulating the nervous system to calm it down. So we get, we get a hyper reaction inflammatory response from cells within our body due to uh, allergic reaction, you know, eosinophils in the bloodstream, everything's going crazy, right. but it's usually a hyper reaction. That hyper reaction can happen due to some kind of chemical or neurological toxicity of the body. You know, we, we live in a world of, I mean, it's, the chemical abuse that our bodies are put in and we don't even know is is ridiculous and so um when i was getting adjusted it would just remodulate my nervous system to not hyper react i mean it didn't change the pollen it didn't change right. anything other than how i reacted to the pollen and um you know, and I was a typical kid. I mean, my parents fed me everything junky and sugary and everything. So there was that toxicity. I, you know, we weren't on a diet. We were on Ho-Hos and Twinkies. I used to love shopping day because that's what I would eat. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't grow up in a healthy environment. It was a sick environment. The, the, I mean, my father definitely was always looking into nutrition and vitamins and things like that while he ate junky. But, um, you know, it's still, it was, it was an impetus to kind of look for something different. And uh, so the the adjustments remodulated my nervous system. You know, you gotta understand that you're catching me at 15 years old. You're not catching me at 45 years old. See, people right. think, hey, you know, I'm 50 now, my cholesterol's all screwed up and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna change my diet and that's gonna change everything. The reality is every year you get older, 
just to get to baseline is harder and harder and harder. So at 50, you got to start 30 years ago. The reality is yep. you, your doctor tells you, you got some problems. You got gout, you have all the, all these things and here, take these drugs and yeah, you should modulate your diet and everything will be fine. Well, right. unfortunately, you have to start moving mountains as you get older. I deal with a lot of neuropathy patients. Oh my God, these are, these people are so sick. They are, I mean, whether it's diabetic or from their spine or from chemotherapy, they're losing their function to work, their to ability to walk, to do things. And yeah. it's not going to be little things that are going to move mountains. You have to right. attack it from every way. But when we attack it from every way, what we want to attack is the modulation of the body to actually function better not a drug to right. mask something or not take a drug to override and reg and overregulate what your system is supposed to do you want to balance your system so you know for me that's it, it was just you know for me the adjustments worked it had helped me get better uh but i didn't get into nutrition and stuff till later um so then I, uh, I decided I wanted to become a chiropractor. So I went to chiropractic college, graduated in 1990. Okay. And, uh, you know, and that's really where the journey began. It was literally my last quarter of, of school when um, a, a teacher that was teaching philosophy just blew my mind on service. It was all about serve as many people as possible. And it was the first time, you know, I'm 14th quarter getting ready to graduate. And this is this is what I heard. And it was a perfect time for the message because it made me think about things differently. Like, you know, people need us and they just don't know it. And we got to get out there and, and spread the word and, you know, and, and take care of things. And, and I, you know, Dr. Fab Mancini is a really, really good friend of mine. Um, and he's, 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 he's a great guy. A carries a big stick in the industry, right? I was just at his conference and I know nothing. I'm not a doctor, but I'm there and I'm like, I'm hearing this stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh. So <clears throat> I'm going to just go ahead and assume that you're not really tight with big pharma. Um, I think what the problem is, is, um, you know, we, we are so, um, it's called cognitive dissonance, right? We're so programmed by what we see on commercials and, and the thousands of ads we see a day. Um, we're programmed to believe that if we have an ache, we take this pill and it, it stops and, and that's the cure and it's not the cure, but that's what people are programmed to believe. So you're in, in chiropractic, and I believe that there has been maybe a push from, from the big companies that don't want chiropractors out there spreading the truth. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like maybe chiropractic has a bad rap. Or, I've you know, everybody knows somebody that says, well, I had a chiropractor mess me up for life one time or whatever, right? So how do you how do you overcome those challenges of the people that that may have a complete misconception for the 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 benefits of chiropractic care? Well, um, again, I spent 27 of those years being specifically a chiropractor. But then later on, I did some other things. And we'll get to that in a bit. But I will yeah, say that yeah. in the beginning, you know, I was really young when I when I graduated, because I'd gone to multiple colleges at the same time. And I, I graduated really early. So, you know, right. I was still growing as a human being and learning my own confidence and things like that. So these days, people get it. I mean, people are so much more tuned in to understand that we do more than what they what they were taught or not taught. And, you know, you mentioned something about, you know, the commercials on television and the programming is that way. Well, there's nothing else yeah. on TV that's going to tell them that there's a different way. There's uh, right. there's no money in other forms of healthcare that can put in billions of dollars to spread the message. Pharma is the biggest lobby group around. And, you know, they they have the money. They have people being paid on their side to spread the word. We saw that during COVID. We saw that yep. with other things. And but there are other ways out there and the body is a self-healing 
mechanism. It it it's a it has the ability to heal as long as you're giving right. it as many good things as possible. But we are mortal, so there are sometimes when you get damage that cannot that is irreparable, you're stuck with it. We are not gods. We are we are humans, and the choice is how you get to the end of your life. You can choose to take a bunch of drugs and ruin your life. Um, you know, I, you talked about Steve Jobs. I was just at a memorial yesterday for his right hand woman, a uh, person, and she was amazing. This is anything you saw about Apple, the events, everything she created. She was a mastermind and she passed wow. away my age. But wow. she got a parasite and got and some that was put on medications and it just didn't help. And she withered away. And it's, it's sad because listening to that memorial was amazing. And at the front row were all the heads of Apple there. So this was a wow. big deal. This person was amazing. And she was like top 50 women in the world. Um, and she was at a, at a time when women didn't have as much uh, ability to get somewhere as, as they do now. So she she really was spreading the word and, and getting the idea out but amazing human being didn't take care of yeah. herself the right way and was led down a path that is just one drug after the other listen <clears throat> by the way i should preface there are times you need drugs all right yeah so if, right sure. if you're having a heart attack you need you need to go to the hospital you need to get that taken care of because that's a crisis situation medicine yeah. has always been about emergency, about crisis. You 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 want to save your life. I mean, that's what the medical doctors are there for. They are going to help you not perish. And right. but after they release you, what's done? Okay. And then after you, you know, you're a 20 year old, you blow out your knee playing football, you're a pro, whatever, 24 years old, you're a professional athlete, you blow out your knee, blow out your spine. The next year they do surgery. The next year you're back on the field playing. It's amazing. But here's the deal. You've already had the surgery now. Now you start getting degenerative changes. Now you start getting a breakdown of the system. At 24, you aren't even feeling it. When that person right. retires, when they're 44, they're worn down, they're beat up. And that's where we come in. We're dealing with degenerative issues. So when you look in the health world about all these chronic disease processes, um, whatever it is, rheumatoid arthritis, degenerative arthritis, any autoimmune disease. I mean, there's more autoimmune diseases now that even existed when I was born. Why is that? Well, there's some toxicity going on somewhere. But the typical um, approach to healing chronic disease process, it's not a healing, actually. It's just placating it by giving it some kind of massive anti-inflammatory that's going to reduce the symptoms. We call that prednisone, cortisone, any right. kind of medication that dysregulates your your immune system sh shutting it down so you do not get this hyper reaction the problem is you kind of need an immune system you need something that helps regulate your body and so when you when you listen to the side effects on every commercial it's hilarious because i deal with neuropathy peripheral neuropathy is one of the things that i deal with and you know that's a lack of blood flow and nerve flow to the area that can happen due, due to diabetes to spinal damage to um, chemotherapy to antibiotic use you start losing function and balance it's a big deal so they give drugs like gabapentin. Gabapentin is the biggest drug they give out now since they got rid of uh, giving opioids all the time because that was killing everyone. So they tried to find something else. Well, gabapentin is the number one drug they're using for that kind of stuff. It helps. What it actually gabapentin does is basically this. Imagine you have a fire in your house and your smoke detector goes off. You jump out of bed, you run downstairs and you rip the smoke detector off the wall and you go back to bed you still have a fire, right? But now <laughs> know it. And that's what gabapentin does. It, it, it shuts down the brain so you're not feeling the problem as much. But guess what the, one of the side effects of gabapentin is? Neuropathy. Just like wow. cholesterol medication can cause neuropathy. And so the, that's the challenge. People just, they're so, they're so inundated with commercials, they stop listening to the side effects. That's why they speak them faster with a different voice and get through them. Because what you're hearing is this, you know, happy person on the commercial. Oh my God, my life has changed because I have psoriasis or eczema and I'm going to take this drug and this drug and this drug. And it's just going to fix everything. It doesn't fix anything. You're still just placating the issue while it gets right. worse. And so with an acute condition, God bless 
medical doctors in the hospitals. That's their job is to fix you. Medicine was always meant to be a bridge between uh, crisis and health short term. It's not meant right. to just take stuff the rest of your life, but that's what it has come to. No one is teaching people better ways of taking care of their system, of how to get things. And it's hard. There's a lot to it. I mean, where the toxicity is in everything, in our air and our water and our the plastics and is in the North Pole where no one's parts of the North Pole where no one stepped before. They're finding plastics in the ground. How did they get there? I mean, it's it's insane. And now we have uh endocrine disruptors in all of our uh, colognes and perfumes and, and other things. And oh my God, Febreze. Sorry, I made, I'm not, not sure if I should mention name brands, but that stuff. Well, I just me. lost my biggest sponsor, but <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> no, but you see, our, you, you see the kids spraying Axe under our deodorant and that stuff is full of endocrine disruptors. So we're screwing people up at a young age. And then, you know, back yeah. to allergies and stuff. Well, cities like my cities, because California is a drought area, they regulate what kind of plants you can plant on commercial property. So most of city stuff are plants that actually put out tons of pollen, but they can handle less water. So we pay for it one way or the other, you know? So yes, we have more water, but you know, where everyone's getting sicker and sicker too. So you, you, we try to solve one problem and we create many other problems. And that's right. just to handle the mass amount of people and how, how we want to live our lives. And that it's a challenge, right? Because you can see both sides of that. We need to fix the world, but we got a lot of people in the world. And then there's those crazy people who want to get rid of people in the world. And, and then, but how do we fix the world in a way that really builds it up? And most of that is being seekers, being aware and understanding. Yep. And I don't care what your beliefs are. I mean, because I mean, who am I to tell you how to what you need to believe in? But thoughts, when you hear thoughts enough, they become your beliefs. And sometimes you yep. have to be able to look away from that and look for a different point of view to find health. And what sucks is most people don't get to that point until they're really, really sick. And they just want a, a, a the simple answer. I take this and everything's gonna get better. And as we get older, it's just not that easy. It's just not that easy. And you have to, you have to, you know, roll up your sleeves and get ready to move a mountain when you are sick yep. to make changes. It's not just my, quitting smoking. My, my wife is on here. That's her comment up on the screen right now. And and she she's not kidding. She's she reads every label of everything. I mean, we buy like almost all natural everything like yeah and i i've noticed i personally noticed that well, first off you know i'm friends with grant cardone and and if you walk into his office and you're wearing cologne he'll tell you to leave because <laughs> his, <laughs> his the sensitivity he has he's like no I, and and no cologne smelling deodorant none of that <laughs> like he will tell you to leave his office because he just doesn't so so i think about all of the um the, everything you just said let's unpack some of that because you know okay. again we go back to cognitive dissonance we're programmed to believe that that you know what they say on cnn or fox or or whatever news outlet if you know you're watching the six o'clock evening news and they're telling you how bad everything is in the world and and then they throw in a commercial um, for why you need to be on antidepressants in between their terrible stories, your brain automatically is going to go, oh, my God, I'm depressed. That's why I need to go get on this pill. And and I don't watch the news and i haven't in 15 plus years so um but for those that still are glued to the television set listening to every word coming out of whoever's mouth on that that screen how do you are you like on a mission to change things like that to get people to rethink the way they think about life you have to bring people up from where they are at. So, you know, when I was younger, oh my gosh, I would throw everything in everyone's face. You could never stop coming because we're going to help you. You know, 
you have to, if, if I can help someone, I mean, I had patients who come to me and pop Advil every day of their life, but they would come for years. Um, so they got some, it's something you have to meet people where they're at being, you know, just yeah. coming down hard on people. You got to love them up. Okay. And then you also have to accept that they're in control of their own lives. You, you give them some information. They may or may not take it, but that's what you do. If not, you're going to go home every night upset because that's how I was for 15 years. The first 15 years of practice, like, oh my God, they don't get it. This and that. And, and why am I taking this home? Because I'm, right. because you know, that's a, a, some kind of ego thing, you, which you, you get older, you kind of let that go because there's people yeah. tell me stuff too. It doesn't mean I take everything home that they tell me. You have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and kind of go, okay. Because if you can help someone a little, you help them, right? But changing people's perspective, it's all flipping opinions. That's all it is. But if you wrap it around science and you tell, and you tell people that this is the truth, what is it? You know, I loved it when Stephen Colbert started, you know, it was like way before COVID everything. He's talking about truthiness before we even talked about fake news and all that stuff. Truthiness yeah. is, is just an opinion. There is no guarantee. You know, the, the, what is real, I think is math, right? Zeros and ones and stuff like that, that, but even yeah. then we don't know the answers to everything. So I'm not here to just bash people down or get, uh, you know, get in an argument with um, whatever. It's just, can I help you at your level right. or else they're going to feel pressured, right? Someone comes into me and they're 50 years old and they got neuropathy and problems and they've lived life a certain way. If they take a few things, that'll help them. Now they might be a seeker and go, hell yeah, I want to move mountains and yeah, tell me everything. Great. That person too. But I can't, I can't control other people and I, I don't want to anymore. It's just not, Right. It's not fair to me, not to myself, because I'm just here to help. And I don't, right. I know, I don't want to be mad at you. I mean, it's like, it's like my kids or <laughs> anything. When they, when my wanna... kids grew up with nutrition, everything, but they still do what they do. But they still, they know where to come to ask questions. They're very intelligent about the things they do. Um, but I'm not going to control. I have a granddaughter now, and uh, she's the love of my life, and. I, I don't, I watch my, and my daughter does a lot of really good things. Absolutely. But there's some things like I don't fully agree with, but you know, you just got to keep your mouth shut sometimes or else, you know, it's, it's her journey and right. you have to ask permission to give people advice. And I, I think that's where it is. I'm not, I'm, I'm getting older. I'm not going to stand on a pulpit and yell at everybody and this and that really, I mean, where I am now and which part of the story is that I did run this huge office in uh livermore california and it was we were serving you know six seven hundred patient visits every week and it was and then i started getting to niches and i had four doctors and huge amount of staff and everything and it was extremely successful um but what had happened is at age uh 42 i should go back a little bit about yeah. I was I was not an athletic person because of my allergies and everything. But at 29, I completely just uh, changed my life. I hit some big goals in the office, and I'm like, I want to get lean and and in great shape. So I went at it. I hired coaches. I always believe in coaches, and just shredded down and and competed naturally. And then got into bike racing, mountain bike racing, and, and road bike racing. Still lifting. I was just doing everything. Basically, from 30 to 40. I, I don't know how many concussions and injuries and traumas that I took on, uh, one, because I knew kind of how to heal most of them, but it, it caught up to me. I actually started, this is crazy. I started, uh, MMA and cage fighting at age 35 to 42. And it was a lot of fun. I, I actually owned a, uh, a, a part of owner of a MMA gym on the side and we were insane. We would just beat the crap out of each other. And I was all like, well, you know, I can heal, I can heal, I can heal. And I did, and I did. And, um, but then at some point I didn't, and my body had damaged knees, damaged hips. My spine was very damaged. Right. And here I am helping people, but I was pushing myself, you know, through these crazy things, but I loved it. Now I will say that I had four daughters. My cat was female. My mother lived with me. I had a lot of estrogen and I, and I loved it. I love that but I need right. a little bit of testosterone so I'll go extreme the other way. Right. And so, yeah. um, but at 42, I was, I was, it was bad. 
I'm, I could barely get out of bed. I would put a smile on my wow. face and go to the office. And I would see people that were way less damaged than me. And um, it got, you know, it got to the point at, at 42, I was like, I don't know if I want to be here anymore. I was in so much pain. I mean, yeah. just severe everywhere. And I, and again, seeing so many patients, I wasn't taking the steroids. I wasn't doing any, I, I didn't take Advil and all that stuff. I really looked for more natural ways, but it, it got to the point now where I was desperate. Right. And, um, you know, I, uh, I went on a journey. I, I had luckily I had other doctors that can run, but I had to take time away and I wasn't doing, uh, helping, you know, treating people myself. I would just be there more figureheadish. And I went on a $300,000 spending spree. I mean, I spent my savings, everything, because it was either I'm going to not be here anymore, or I got to fix and regulate this thing. I, there's no yeah. in between because I couldn't live in the amount of pain I was in. I was miserable, grouchy, and totally depressed. I, I became, and this, this was all caused from, from the cage fighting stuff primarily. Well, I mean, there was a lot of mountain bike accidents, uh, snowboarding, injury i mean just it adds up right yeah, and yes sure. cage fighting was stupid i don't know how many times i got kicked in the head and punched in the <laughs> face and choked out etc and again people go why do you do that well it was fun i mean sorry but it, it was fun at the time i would take it all yeah. back but you know no regrets you can't go back so right, i right. traveled to mexico i traveled all over i went and saw i got stem cells at $35,000 with the stem cells put in by one of the great Dr. Harry wow. Adelson out of Utah. Great guy. Recommend him for that stuff. I saw Dr. Matt Cook, who's another amazing medical doctor, biohacker. And we did PRP with uh, placental matrix injections into my knees and spine. And you know, now it's adding up 50, 60, 70, $80,000. Um, and Jeez. oh my gosh, I had uh, my I, I had uh, ozone put into my bloodstream multiple times, ozonation of different joints in the body. I went all over hog wild, but that also went on a journey of learning and uh, discovery. Yeah. So I became a doctor of natural medicine through the American Naturopathic Medical Board and a doctor of holistic health, uh, board certified in nutrition, blah blah blah, all those little things. But they all culminated into. A different way of looking at things not being boxed in in one way so um it uh, so i again the stencils all that stuff it helped a little like my my spine was so bad that i had foot drop this is why at 42 it was crazy i had foot drop I couldn't lift my foot off the ground no nothing was helping me where chiropractic itself was not going to change anything at this point and i could not hold my own urine so if i had to pee I had to get to the bathroom or else I'm going to pee my pants. And just to be honest, I mean, it was that wow. crazy. And, and so is that, uh, is that all, is that, is that all caused from primarily from the, the spinal injuries? Yeah. My, my nerves were crushed and I had stenosis. I had five wow. or four stenosis discs in my low back, five in my neck. My hips needed to be replaced. My knees needed to be replaced. And, um, I was kind of desperate and, I, uh, wow. I ended up breaking down and said, screw it. I'm going to get an epidural because I've seen thousands of epidurals not work. I'm like, but I was desperate. I went in the pain, uh, the, it was, I was pain-free for 23 hours and then it came back with a vengeance, which is typical of what I see with patients. It doesn't help. Yeah. The reality is it wasn't the epidural that caused the pain relief for 23 hours. It was the lidocaine that numb the pain to get the needle in, in the first place. And so, right. you know, there, wow. I, I needed that proof for myself. I saw it, I did it on myself, not just taking what my patients said. And then, um, I actually went in and, and had a quadruple partial laminectomy at L4 and L5 and to help shave away. The they go in and, uh, well, for example, uh, here we can look at this. They, they Spinal, go in like that sur surgical, right? Yes, and they cut in and make space yeah. for things to. Uh, I'm sorry, there we go. So they're going to go. cut in and make space so the nerve has more space. And they did it on both sides of L4 and L5. And so that surgery was actually helpful I, in, in the sense that I didn't have foot drop anymore, but I was still kind of hard holding my urine and everything else. So you know, Jeez. all the things, all the money I'd spent just brought it up just a tiny bit. It just didn't make any really major difference, including the stem cells. I mean, 
they're great, but you better have a lot of money and you better go back over and over and over again, because the point of stem cells is going to help uh, reduce the inflammatory response. But if your joints are out of balance, that's going to keep happening regardless. So right. um, a friend of mine was doing spinal decompression therapy on people and he lived in uh, Ojai, Dr. Russell Kuhn, an amazing guy in Ojai, California. And I drove down there uh, with my dog. I remember driving down from California, I mean, from Northern California, six hour drive. And I couldn't, couldn't even get out of the car. And um, he helped me and I, I ran spinal decompression every day for several days and then had to go home. And but in that short time period, I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. And can, can, so can I can I can yeah. I can I share a story about spinal decompression? Yes. Please. I ruptured the disc between L4 and L5 in my back, mm -hmm. trying to lift a big TV out of the back of an SUV. And I came up and I heard it. I, I heard a pop. And and suddenly my and I didn't know what was causing it. Obviously, I'm not a chiropractor. All I knew is I my entire left leg was completely numb and tingly, which is so hard to explain. Um, my my sciatic nerve got pinned against my spinal cord and I, I dropped like a rock. And yep. I mean, it was I lay because I'm I'm in recovery. So I'm like, I'm not taking any narcotics. And, and, and my wife, after 24 hours of me laying in bed, screaming, like screaming, I have yep. never felt so much pain in my entire life. She's like, you're going to the ER or I'm having the police remove you from this house. And so I went in and they had to, but I, nothing would fix it. And I ended up at a chiropractor's office and she does, she has one of those tables you lay on is that what we're talking about that where you're strapped in right and it slowly pulls yep. you apart slowly yeah. pulls you and then i i walked out of her office one time one treatment now i know you don't recommend that but one treatment i was completely pain-free it's the best decision i ever made so tip the the pain level you had is is very common uh, but oh. some people have spinal damage and they don't even have half that pain, but they need to take care of it. Um, yeah. But yes, I know your pain because I have nine stenosis discs that are damaged, not just one and my knees and hips. So pain was hitting me from every aspect. So the decompression started to make a change. And then I came back uh, to Northern California. I had to find a place to do that. I would drive two hours to get to find a place that did it at the time because there's no one that yeah. was really doing it. And wow. then that's where I also, you know, went and up, updated my education. And really what I wanted to focus on was just the worst of the worst patients, whether it was uh, degenerated neck or low back, carpal tunnel syndrome, even things like tennis elbow, plantar fasciitis, uh, right. completely arthritic and degenerated knees, even knees that have been replaced and, um, and uh, neuropathy. And so... What had happened is like I was able to take care of most people the way I used to do it. But then there was that yeah. percentage that were so bad. And those people, they were no one can help them. There was nothing that, that medicine. Again, it was just drugs, antidepressants, everything you said before. Yeah. And those yeah. were the people that just were I, I felt horrible because I couldn't help those people. And then so I really because of my journey started to focus on niches like those specific things the worst of the worst and with my newer education all the other things i did we came up with protocols and the protocols were very specific increase blood flow increase oxygen balance nerve function whether it's you know through through special machines or through uh, rebalancing the the joint uh improve muscle function and calm, get the muscle to be able to calm down and contract at full force as needed not just halfway and then right. improve balance of the body, break up scar tissue. So when we took the formula of reducing inflammation, uh, improving flexibility, all those things that I listed, that is really uh, the, in the ingredients to make a good cookie, all right? You, you gotta like have all that to get the body yeah. to start functioning better. There are nowhere in where I mentioned is 
you know, anti-inflammatories a part of it because using like LED laser therapy, um, bio, uh, acoustic biomodulation, also known as shockwave therapy, all these different things we do help to remodulate the body's inflammatory response. So it starts to calm down kind of like what stem cells do, except for, you know, a fifth of the cost of stem cells. And, and right. I'm, I'm not knocking stem cells, by the way. I mean, right. like down the road, right. we might even have an, uh, add that to our office because I'm the wellness Institute. I'm not focusing myself on any one thing. It's really more of, Hey man, bring me your chronic pain people and let's see what we can do for them. And so, so the, yeah. So, so your focus is not just chiropractic anymore. It's, it's, um, everything. Like yeah. I, I, listen, chiropractic is wonderful. And there's a lot of, I, I work in an office with an amazing upper cervical chiropractor here. So she could take care of that. I mean, I'm really now just, I'm getting older. I really want to, I, I told myself when I sold my other business, which was a year ago, by the way, I sold it. I thought I'm going to take a sabbatical, just chill out for a while. My granddaughter came to live with me and my daughter. And so I, you know, I was having a good time. And then, then I got bored. I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, I mean, there's only, I've cleaned the house and I've spring cleaned and I've done this and I've done that. And I just didn't feel, I didn't enjoy being off and I missed helping people. So, but then I asked myself, well, how do I want the next 20 or 30 years to look like? Do I want to be hardcore intensity the way I was doing it? Or do I want to really specialize on a more one-on-one -on -one concierge uh, approach right. to each patient? you know, or in each member. Right. So I actually started a private membership association. So when you come to see me, this is a private membership association. You become a member. It's included in your new patient special. We have a new patient special for 49 bucks. So it's not anything expensive, but as a right. member, you are now protected. Um, your, uh, we have in incredible privacy of your records, which HIPAA doesn't really give enough privacy. And then you're able to get the different things that we do that you can't really find everywhere else. Okay. You might find some That's of the stuff, but not awesome. all of the stuff. Yeah. So this is like is, your is members. It, is, it all, is this is this membership thing available anywhere, or is it just for local? So um, if you want to be involved with maybe doing, uh, you know, one-on-ones where we're talking over the phone or, you know, a, a camera answering questions, we can do that. Neuropathy patients, we, you know, one of the cool things about neuropathy is that you can do home care only if needed. It, it'll be slower, but you still get a, a great response because not everyone's going to want to travel. You know, I mean, I've had people fly at, fly in, you know, so, but that's, that's a lot to ask of people. And especially if you're, you can't yeah. walk because you have neuropathy. Right. So, right. right. Yes, we are there, but the airport to get to you. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, I mean, for people who are two hours or less of Alamo, California, where I'm located, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's reasonable, um, for other people it would be harder, but again, I, my goal is just to help the community around me as best as possible. We're also a teaching facility because of all the things I learned. Now we have doctors from all over the United States come over and, um, they can train with us. So a lot of times on weekends, we put on seminars for different offices to help teach them what we do so they can go out and start doing other things. So that's, that's a, another focus of why I'm a private membership association. So just to give you an idea, private membership associations like the Girl Scouts, AARP, the American Medical yeah. Association, the American Bar Association, they're all private member associations. And right. so if we're not dealing with the general public, we're dealing with our own members. And anyone, again, can be a member. It's not a big deal. But this is where you get to you know, get the good stuff and there's less regulation right. on that. And that's why teaching doctors from all over, I can go to any state while I'm in a private membership association. That's really, really cool. There's a, there's a question, couple questions, actually. Um, Jeff says, can the long-term use of antidepressants, I don't even know what SNRIs means, cause or increase the fist of dementia. I'm not sure what that means. Well, um, I mean, in general, any kind, any use of uh, a drug, drugs are going to dysregulate the balance. They're going to override, right? So this is like an overriding of the balance of the system. 
And so yeah. anything that you use, I mean, if you use antibiotics, listen, if you break your arm and the bone is sticking out, you need antibiotics. <laughs> right. I mean, your, your bones are sticking out of your body. You need antibiotics. Antibiotics <laughs> oh is going to help get rid of the infection and any right. infection that can set in, but it also dysregulates your body, right? So, S, you know, SSRIs or any kind of uh, thing that's affecting brain function health is dysregulating it in the long term. I mean, right. and that's what you're dealing with. So there is no drug that does not have side effects. I mean, I think, you know, one of the least side effect drugs is uh, metformin. Metformin, which you can use berber berberine is a natural form of it. Metformin helps regulate blood, uh, excuse me, blood glucose levels, right? So for diabetics, they give a lot of it. That, that there's a lot of research showing that it actually helps regulate your, um, your um, stomach uh, flora and things. So it's very interesting. We are living in a society where technology is through the roof. And for the people who are seekers, for the people who unfortunately just those that have money to look for those things and know yeah. they're going to find a lot of great things. But for the masses, they're being dumbed down. They're being dumbed down even more. That uh, So there's a big chiasm between the knows and the don't knows. I'm not talking about the haves and the not haves, but the knows and the don't knows. Okay. Right. And we are, we are, we are poisoning people's brains by teaching them. Well, the television is the wrong information. And that is, you know, there is a lot of wrong information for many different reasons. We don't have to get into all that, but in this there world, is. we have created technology, just like technology for everything else. There is technology out there. You know, like the things, the neuro rebalancing that we do, the uh, biomodulation, uh, the acoustic biomodulation to help your own stem cells go to the areas. This is great stuff, but it's not covered by insurance. And most doctors work under the insurance umbrella and the insurance umbrella does not allow for preventative care. I want to read something to you here. This is Medicare guideline. OK, this is the Medicare guidelines. Care wow. that seeks to prevent disease, promote health, and prolong and enhance the quality of life is not considered medically necessary. That's Medicare Code NCM 2251-3. Let me read that again. Yeah, that read that one more time. Care that seeks to prevent disease, promote health, and prolong and enhance the quality of life is not considered medically necessary. Medicare code MCM 2251-3. So does that sound like true healthcare to you? Because what Medicare in the I, oh, so wait, 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 wait. Somebody first off needs to type that into the comments. What code is that again? Medicare code? Uh, MCM 2251-3. And, 2251-3. And, so and you're saying that they, they, they're saying that anything that teaches you how to be healthier and prevent disease, it, they don't cover. Correct. And Medicare sets the guidelines for all other insurances. So that's our government's, you know, people think, oh, if we get socialized health care, man, we're going to be good. Everyone's going to get, <laughs> my daughter lived in <laughs> Australia for years. They have socialized health care. Anything she wanted above the bare minimum, which is what Medicaid in America is, that's what you're going to get for socialized health care. She had to pay out of her pocket. Same in Canada and everywhere else. It's not true socialized. You're not going to get, you're not going to get the best stuff. You're going to get the bare minimum now, but let me, let me preface this though, because you have to be fair to insurance companies as well. I know that's a weird sentence to say, but when you're, yeah, when you have, like, you have, do you have car insurance? Of course. Do you have car insurance? Yeah. You have car insurance, course, right? Yeah. Does your car yeah. insurance cover your oil change? No. No, it doesn't cover preventative maintenance. It's for wow. crisis only. You get in a car accident and you or you hit something. That's what car insurance is for. It's no different for the human body. Healthcare insurance is, and they should they probably shouldn't call it healthcare insurance because it's crisis or emergency insurance. That's what it's for. It is not healthcare starts at home. It starts with what you eat, what you, you know, what you breathe, what you buy, what you learn, what you put in your head. What are you watching on TV that's poisoning your brain? Everything is connected. That's where healthcare starts. 
And, you know, unfortunately, we're not trained on how to do healthcare. We should, that should be something that is taught, but good luck with that. So we can blame Medicare. We can say that everything's broken, but when you put it in the perspective of car insurance, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Of course, I'm not going to pay for my oil change. Of course, I'm not going to rotate my tires. Well, yeah, they're also not going to do anything that's going to, medicine's not going to do anything that's going to prevent it. Just like, that's just how it is. So it's not, my, it's not my, wrong. My, that's the system. My friend Jacqueline Lucian, she actually lives in California. Um, I think hey, she's Jacqueline. in LA. Um, she has neuropathy. She's been looking for you. So now you have to open a practice in LA. Um <laughs> Well, I'd be glad to talk to her and see what we can do for her. And I get it. And there's, you know, it's, I can't be everywhere. My goal with this new, and by the way, guys, I'm literally opening this new office on Tuesday. Tuesday. We are breaking, we're still putting cabinets in and everything. It was go, go, go to the last second. Um, But we're super excited about it. And, um, and yeah, uh, the goal was for uh, my future, my, what's that? I, well, I, I want to, I cannot believe we've been on here 51 minutes already. I, I want to ask you um, some things that, cause we've covered, we have more than covered. And if, if anybody watching this or listening to this does not now um, realize that they should stop watching the news and stop listening to like, there's probably no hope for you. Um, but like, and that sounded really judgmental. I'm sorry for that, but I, I just like, <laughs> well, you've got to wake addiction. up. Addiction. TV's an news is an addiction because you think it you're is. learning. It scares the crap out of you. That's the whole point of it to keep you off track and then buy yep. whatever they want you to buy. And yep. yeah, it's a much better world when you're not watching the crisis. You know, um, because then you don't buy into all of it because some of it is just opinions and 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 it doesn't matter whether you're left or right. I mean, they're all controlled or so I don't get into the politics of yeah. it. It's nope. it's all over the place. It's about money yeah. and it's about control. Yep. Amen. Jeez. You could have said that in the beginning and we could have wrapped up <laughs> early. Um, but it's it's the truth. Well, I'm enjoying though. myself. <laughs> but it's you're right you're th- i say that all the time like you're just being controlled like stop 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 being controlled anthony Demello wrote a book called um awareness years ago and it's it's all about waking up to who you really are and seeing the world for what it really is my question for you though dr george is where does let's say that somebody is maybe getting ready to turn 55 and they've lived this entire life of all of this stuff. Right. Um, how, where would they start? How do they start making the shift or a change in their life to, to be healthier and move in? Cause even an old rusted out, you know, 1968, Chevelle, if those even existed, um, can be restored, right? So, so how, where does somebody start to 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 have the shift? Right. So you get this willpower, this energy that you want to make a change, and then from there, it's finding the, it's finding a coach, a mentor somewhere. I mean, for some people, it's just hiring a, a trainer to go to the gym and start. It. Everyone's coming at different levels, so. You know, there are podcasts like yours. There's tons of amazing healthcare information on from great interviewers on podcasts that get the start. I, I mean, I was for a while I was addicted crazy to podcasts because I was just, you know, especially in the journey I took to reformulate myself at 42. And right. oh my gosh, my whole day was podcasts and and then learning. And so <laughs> it, it has to start somewhere. You yeah. you I would start, you gotta go on the search, talk to you know, you see an interview with someone, you, you know, reach out to them, see what they can do for you. Maybe they can lead you in a different journey, but also it starts at home and, and you have to learn, like, look, look at your pantry, start figuring out what, um, 
what's in there that is poison what is on the back of these labels i mean uh bill gates just came up with a with a chemical they can spray on 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 your vegetables fruits and vegetables it's called appeal so if you see a little label right. on your food that says appeal be careful because that avocado is going to look like it was one day old at day 30 so you can eat it but the chemicals that are in it are toxic and so the the problem is informed consent they're doing things without our informed consent listen if you want to eat pesticides go for it but you should be educated that what you're eating has this and you're making that choice for yourself so um but the informed consent was taken away a long time ago i mean there's and there's no privacy and you i mean when a waitress at, at a restaurant can ask you whether you what's your healthcare status if you've got the vaccine or not that is private information that is no longer private because the waitress or the hostess can ask you whether you 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 had it or not and then they can rule your life so for you know privacy is gone you know personal space is gone it's everything is is just it's crazy so again why i'm a private membership association because i want to protect people that come to me and i also want to protect myself against any you know whoever's trying to screw with me because that's what they when you you know at some point they come after whole groups of people and and they shut down the world so you know uh they can do it again i i so um look my wife is saying not here not no living in cali for me and i agree with that i've i've been to california a few times recently and i'm like what is this is another country like this is like that's not how it is in texas i can tell you that I so know, and it is and yeah. I, i've been here my whole life i i mean it's I a beautiful beautiful place to live but it's gotten it's beautiful it's gotten crazy i mean they had to bring in the, <laughs> the, the to clean up san francisco it's it's terrible they let it just go to waste and um it is what it is. I'm, I'm, yeah. I do own a house, yeah. uh, a rental house in Sandpoint, Idaho, just in case, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but the reality, and that's a beautiful area too, but you know, yeah. I kind of like warm weather. <laughs> right. Right. No, so I, I totally, this is where I my totally family is. This is where my life is. Yeah. California is crazy and it is, and it's unfortunate, but you never know where something will, you yeah. don't know. I mean, look at Arizona changed not for the good. So don't don't hold on that Texas is going to be perfect. No, forever. I know you don't know what's going to happen. You don't and, know. And we don't know what the we don't know what the world's plans are for us because we're not the ones creating them. We're just That's pawns. Oh, it's so true, and I hate being a pawn. So so well, you and I, you and I are now friends, and I can just you. you're a great guy. Keep text, texting you and recruiting you to Texas. Um, so <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know, I, I think, I think, um, look, first off, this has been a phenomenal, phenomenal interview. Um, I love everything you're saying. Every, every, everybody that's watching that once maybe doesn't live in California or anywhere near you, is there a way for them to get involved with you? Like, Check us out at wellnessinstitute.io, wellnessinstitute.io. Wellness Institute. I'm going to have this scrolling across the It literally should have gone live as of this morning. This is how everything is the last minute getting our office ready to go. Um, so it's been, it's wow. been, it's been a, quite a journey over the last couple of months. Wow. Well, listen, I, uh, yeah, Jill said open an office here, an extension office. Um, well, that's why we're also training other doctors, you know, when people come and they train, they may, you know, be in other areas. Cause I, you know, I can't do it all and, and nor do I want to do it all. I mean, I listen, my, my goal in life at this point is to be elf. Have you ever heard elf easy, lucrative and fun? Right. I mean, I want to get paid for what I do, of course, that lucrative part, but that's a reward for what you do always. And I want it to be yeah. easier. I don't want the huge business. I was exhausting. I'm how do I do this for another 20 years, but make it fun, make it fun for me, make it fun for 
for uh, members of my association that come in. When you see someone can get out of a wheelchair, I got to tell you, it's fun. <laughs> it's awesome. It is exciting to see that happen. And we bought someone time in their life. We're all on a journey walking each other home. Amen. And that's where Ram does. And it's just, how do we get home? Do we want, you know, it's like, are we going to do it with grace? Are we going to, you know, do it on our own terms? Are we going to be feeling good at 70 and 80? Because, I mean, when you say, when you see someone who's 80 years old and they're just, it's, it's hard. It's hard to see that. And it's, then you start thinking, well, I'm going to be there. But on top of it, just to see your parents get to that point and, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to see. Hard to watch. I, I, I love what my, my wife's, you know, we're, we're marketers and entrepreneurs. So we're like, hold on a minute. There's an opportunity here. Um, but, and there is, because I think, you know, for somebody like you with your level of knowledge with your level of commitment to making people well um instead of keeping them sick so you can keep feeding them pills um you know i i, I think that 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 needs to be the standard instead of the the al alternative medicine as they call it like it needs to be the standard it's not going to be the standard until someone is making a hell of a lot of money at it. That's, and we're talking, you know, the big boys, the big pharma, big everything else. It's not going to be the standard until they can do it. And if, if something can't be registered or, you know, a, a, you know, you get a, a patent and hold on natural health care, you can't really patent it. I mean, vitamin C is vitamin right. C. There's only so many ways you can break it down and do something with it. You know, vitamin D is wow. vitamin D. And so unless they can make it in a way that they can make billions of dollars or, you know, have like what Ronald Reagan did was allow, uh, you know, companies that made vaccines not be able to be sued. So if you if you injure someone, you can't sue them. So if you can take away the oh, you, that's one of the reasons Bill Gates got into it, by the way, there's a lot of money. It's not because he just wants to help the world. And but when you can't go after someone for doing something wrong, then they have the ability to do whatever they want. The cost, their costs come down, but they can get the government to pay for it all. And again, I'm not going to pick on just vaccines, right? I mean, just all these drugs got the same issues. Why did we get rid of opioids and now start using gabapentin? Because we're killing everybody. We're addicting and killing everybody. So right. I don't see that changing anytime soon. And so that's why. It's always a grassroots effort. We're going over time. I'm sorry, but always a grassroots. No, effort. you're it, this. It, there's it there's no such thing as time. It's man made. I I this is my show, and it's the internet. We could go all day if we want. I don't care. But well, I was going to say because I, I like, love this conversation. Thank you. Um, I do too. And it it does take a village. I for using a bad quote, but you got to surround yourself. Who are you surrounding yourself with? If everyone you surround yourself with has different opinions from what you are looking for, again, they're just opinions. There is who says your truth, who says what I'm saying is not just a bunch of bullshit. I don't, you know what I mean? It's just my opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what I'm, right. you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. my opinion is just an opinion. Everyone has opinions and, and it's just, you have to choose to live your life and, and fill it with the people that, fill you up and make yeah. you feel good if if not then why are you around those people why because they're your family well i can love my family and not have to deal with them i mean you, you can fill yourself with love again yeah. and and just do that but you do not have to continue to be abused from uh, a, a a corporation an organization a whole healthcare industry that um that doesn't care and again not saying emergency services because you have a heart attack, man. They're going to take good care of you in the in the hospital. But once you're released, you're back on your own, and you got to figure it out. It's, it's the truth. It's the truth. So, wow, Doctor George, that was a lot of fun. Corey, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much for such a great interview. Um, everybody should go back and and watch the replay. Share this out. Uh, everybody needs to hear this. There's so much truth in this interview. Uh, I, I just, 
the world needs to hear this message. It's, you know, it's time to stand up and start taking personal responsibility for your own health and your own well-being. Yeah. Not just for yourself, but for everyone around you. Amen. Yeah, I mean, everyone has to deal with you. <laughs> so, you, you know, if it's you true. can be your best self, it's easier on all the people who have to deal with you. They're going to have to wipe your butt when you're laying on your back and you can't take care of yourself or deal with the, the depression and anxiety of being disabled or or and, and disability is not just being in a wheelchair. It's unable to do the things that you love to do. What's your why for living life? What's your why for actually coming to see me? It's typically because it's not because you're in pain. People live with pain all the time. It's because now it's yeah. affecting the things they love to do in their life, whether it's playing with their grandchild or or just yeah. uh, or, you know, playing pickleball or whatever. So you got to have a good why and then you got to find a way to do it. But it, it does take a village, man. It really does. It truly does. I agree with you. Dr. George, thank you, man. You're awesome. So everybody go to the wellnessinstitute. Or I'm sorry, go to www.wellnessinstitute.io. Wellnessinstitute.io. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast platform, go to wellnessinstitute.io and learn more about what Dr. George Corey is up to and what he's doing. Follow this guy. I'm sure you're on social media platforms. Um, I'm not, you know, sure. honestly, I'm, I'm not on a lot of things. I just, I like dealing with actual human beings. I, yeah. I don't love yeah. most things on a phone or a computer. I'm actually pretty bad at it. If it wasn't for my director, by the way, big shout out to Amber Butler, my clinic director, who's yeah. an amazing human being and who has really helped just set all this up. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I can't actually turn on a computer. I need her to actually turn the computer on. But other than that, when you meet with her and she, she is just a saint that really wants to help people as well. So Amber, love you. Thank you so much. Oh, that's all. And I got to meet Amber before the yeah. show. So that's, she, he's right. She sprung into action and fixed a problem. So um, thank you for that, Amber. Thank you, Dr. George. I appreciate you being on here. Um, if you'll stay with me, I'm going to end the live stream. Mm -hmm. Everybody watching, please go share this out and go to www.wellnessinstitute.io to learn more about Dr. George Corey. George, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You all have thank a very a great day. And yep, we'll see. We'll see you all very soon. Stay with me. We'll be right back. See you guys later.